Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. Zach, you're back for a second day in a row. We're definitely not recording this at the same time on Tuesday night. This is recorded on Wednesday, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here. And Hi. now, this 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 time we wanted to do Apple Watch Series 9 and Apple Watch Ultra 2. There's not a whole lot here. I guess we'll start with the regular Series 9. What do we have here? The biggest change is the S9 processor. Yeah, just and just at a high level, I'd, I'd say the Series 6 to 7, you had a slimmer bezel around the display. So you ended up having a one millimeter increase on, on display size, I believe. So that, that was the change there. And then on the Series 8 from 7, you had the the temperature sensor. Mm-hmm. That that was yeah there, and on the series nine, there aren't new sensors exactly, but there's a new processor that enables some new stuff. Right, when, and it kind of enables more than you've had in the last few years. Like there's multiple new features and not like one new thing, but it, but it's not like a new hardware sensor for health purposes because the chip in the apple watch has been the same since the series six they've renamed it every year but it's been the same the s6 the s7 the s8 mm-hmm. and now we have the s9 and it's actually a new chip mm-hmm. which what they say some performance improvements yeah it's, and- it's the speed boost you've been looking for like they they even called out that the new widgets on watch os 10 the animations for those things are smoother. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing here probably from the S9 chip is something they're calling double tap. Yeah. So this works. It's you tap your index finger and your thumb together on the hand where you're wearing your Apple watch and it controls the primary button in whatever app you're using at the time so like one of the examples i showed is if your alarm goes off on your watch you just tap your thumb and your finger together and it snoozes the alarm so it doesn't turn or it off if you're on, it snoozes yeah okay. it snoozes and if you're on the watch face and you tap your index finger and your thumb together it shows you the new widget view in watch os 10 okay this it reminds me of vision pro you know how you tap your that's like the primary input method. I think it could be a conflict with Vision Pro, but but you're right about that. But it, but it's also very much from the accessibility features that they've had on yeah previous Apple Watch models for a few years now, which isn't just isn't just this gesture for tapping, but it's it's one of the features. Um, and I think that because the scope of this is narrower, it's probably a better hit rate, and. They've got a little user interface for it that whenever you do it, you get a little pop up on the watch, a little small one that's like you did you did the thing, and this is why you're interacting with the device. And it, it's also things like you get a phone call, you do the pinch to answer the call. You, you're, mm-hmm. you're on the call, and you want to hang up, you pinch to hang up. Um, so it's it's probably like long term a cool thing that we'll all appreciate on on, on the Apple Watch. But as a reason to upgrade, I don't know, like maybe try out the accessibility features and see if it's it's for you. It, it could be that the accessibility features, this is kind of my, my guess without digging around, is that 
there's there's too many things that it does with that mm-hmm. and that this is just like the appeal is that it's narrow and narrow in scope and has a better hit rate in comparison and, and probably more one of the th- more compatible with, with different things one of the things they were showing off in the demo area was if you are taking a picture on your iphone you know you have the camera remote app on the watch mm-hmm. you can use that and now tap your fingers together to take the picture on the watch so you don't have to like awkwardly tap the screen mm-hmm. which that's that's an interesting use case and the, the explanation for how they're doing this i was just looking at the press release the algorithm detects unique signature of tiny wrist movements and changes in blood flow when the index finger and thumb perform a double tap that's <laughs> that's an impressive if it's monitoring my blood flow that's an impressively quick response time yeah and i guess the the thing you know the the bigger thing here is like how does it work in practice is it actually useful is it something that i think it'll be useful um if your other hand isn't available to do things and you want to do it in a pinch do the pinch gesture and there you go um the go-to method for a lot of this stuff before has been your your nose you tap the watch on your nose and (laughs) i've done that yeah so what's silly you're tapping the watch on your nose you're doing a pinch gesture and you're you know like you're i don't know what is that like a chef's kiss i don't know like yeah, like a, yeah. If you see someone doing it, just know that they have a better watch than, than you might have. Yeah, so. the, the, that's the flex. Yeah. So that, that I mean, that's that's like the biggest thing, I guess, is that gesture. But wait on that though. The it's not available when the Apple Watch Series Nine launches. It's wow. Next month, they say, in a software update. So. Well, they got they got to finish making it. They were like, "What can we do this <laughs> <Yeah>. year? <laughs> we have that accessibility feature. Let's make it the main feature. We'll take some time, but we can do it." Another thing not coming until October is is the um, they they call them Siri health queries, but because of the power of the S nine, they're doing Siri on device without any server call at all. I suppose unless it needs something from the server based on what you ask it, but because they're doing on device Siri, they're able to safely request your health information from that that you're watch and phone have mm-hmm. and so you can say one example is how much how, how much did i sleep last night you can say um uh you, you can ask about your weight you can tell it your weight and that will log your weight um you can say i, I took my morning medicine and it will log that for you so it's, it's just a few of the siri requests that you couldn't do around health you'll be able to do them on the apple watch because of uh, on, on device here. I, I wonder, I don't know, are those things that you could, couldn't do on the phone before with on device Siri? Maybe, maybe they'll come there too. I don't, I don't know, but it's one of the things that you won't be able to do on the older Apple watches, but we'll be able to do on the, on the series nine. One of the other things they're using with that chip is, is, is part of the S nine SIP, as they call it, a system in a package is, is an upgraded version of the ultra wideband chip, which, <laughs> I think that the, the name of that ship has been U1, and they're not going to U2. They're saying the second generation ultra wideband chip. So cowards, no love cowards. for U2. Uh, but but they they is one of the, couple of minor features they're doing here though that that use that advancement is that if you misplaced your phone and you're tracking it down and you want to know you know what direction and how many feet away is my iPhone, you can do that with precision on the watch. So not not just make it, you know, since day one, you can make your phone make its own and, and find it 
Well, now you've got precision finding if you just, you know, so another way of doing it that doesn't involve sound. And then something that doesn't involve sound is HomePod integration. So you've had handoff from the iPhone to HomePod since the mini and the HomePod 2. Now you'll have that from the from the Apple Watch to the HomePod. So these are things that like if it was just one of them, be kind of like, that's it. But but as a collection of features, you can see how the S9 chip is enabling some new experiences. Yeah. Um, anything else here? I the other thing the big focus was on the environmental factor. They say the Apple Watch Series Nine is their first completely carbon neutral product. I think is is that what they said? It's carbon neutral, and it involves a combination of a percentage of recycled recycled uh, consumer products. So I think the range there is like some some things are. 68, some things are 57. It just depends on what you're, you're looking at. And then, and then things like, um, I think credit offsets and, um, yeah. The, the, the biggest thing that they're, they're doing here is that they know that not everyone who charges their Apple Watch is using clean, clean energy, but they are, I guess, providing enough clean energy separate from people who are charging their watch to account for people who are charging their watch. Yeah. I, I don't know how much of that is. Like the whole goal is is to be carbon neutral by 2030, and this is how they're doing it. They're doing mm-hmm. it in lots of different ways. You know, that, that's why we don't have the charger in the box anymore or headphones in the box. Um, this is one of those ways that they're getting there. Uh, our our boss, uh, Seth Weintraub, our publisher, you know, big focus of his is electric.com, and um, his his reaction was like, "There's a lot of greenwashing going on," which is kind of <laughs> you know when you're you're doing things that are they really like you know you're doing a lot of this to cover up for that but you're not really changing what that is uh but it's what they can do for now at least the i'd say one of the other other things is is the that's notable is that the display goes from it goes up to 2000 its brightness now that's double from 1000 it matches the app watch ultra display at 2000 its peak brightness so you, you kind of get one of those features that was, this is the Ultra, you know, what what are some features from the Ultra that we can bring to future Apple Watches that are not the Ultra? Well, one year later, they can do the screen brightness. Now, you did get brighter on the Ultra too, but, you know, the, the watch began at, I think with the first generation, it was 500 nits. And then with Series 2 and on, they went to 1,000 nits of, of peak brightness. Now you've got 2,000. Uh, so hey, you, you, you'll get the same brightness on the series nine as you could get with the ultra without having the, the you know the big form factor you're not going to get the battery life on everything but you're going to get the screen brightness at least we are sponsored this week by declutter iphone 15 orders are just around the corner which means now's the best time to trade in your old iphone before they start to lose value your old iphone can lose up to 15 percent of its value just one month after the launch of a new iphone and up to 27% after three months. But luckily, Declutter helps you sell your current iPhone for a great price. Declutter pays over 33% more than carrier buyback programs, and they do it in cash. That means you can spend your trade-in value however you want. Declutter also offers a 28-day price lock, so if you start the trade-in process for your iPhone today... That price is good for 28 days, giving you time to sort out your upgrade to the iPhone 15 
without losing value. Declutter is 9to5Mac's official iPhone trade-in partner, and you can lock in a 10% bonus on your iPhone trade-in by using code 9to5Mac23 at checkout. That's 9to5Mac23 at checkout at the link in the show notes below. My thanks to Declutter for their support of 9to5Mac Daily and for being 9to5Mac's official trade-in partner. And then we talked about yesterday, you know, that the case changes from leather to this this uh, fi- fine-woven material. And they're, and they're doing that, mm-hmm. too, with some of the watch bands. So there's there's no other watch bands. The Hermes collection, you know, we mentioned yesterday, but they, they don't do any more leather watch bands at all, including Hermes. Instead, they've replaced um, leather loop with magnetic loop. Uh, it looks the same, but it's got, you know, it, it's that sort of twill, sort of nylon look. Um, to it, not leather. I, w- I wonder, like, is that better about getting wet than leather would be? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And then the modern buckle is the other one. It's still called modern buckle, but they don't use leather anymore. This is this is a watchman that was available from day one. It's like maybe you know, link bracelet has never been updated. It's still around, by the way, but never been updated. Um, they did like a minor change to the Milanese loop years ago, but and that's still around. Sport bands haven't changed. They've just added different ways of doing sport bands. But Modern Buckle is one of those that went away like a generation or two and then came back. But it's it still exists, Modern Buckle, but it now has, uh, instead of leather, this this fine woven material that they're using. So no no leather uh, on the on the watches either, which is, you know, it's the, for, for the cases on the iPhone, it's one thing. And for the watch bands, it's another because, you know, it's, it's common. A leather watch band is common. And it was... One of the big focuses of the original watch, you know, launch uh, mm-hmm. is different different leather straps. Uh, I, I would say though, in like in in more recent years, you know, even starting with Series Two, they've just de-emphasized leather as an option as as they focus more on 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 fitness and health. Uh, so you know, but but they had two that they were, that were sticking around, and they, they updated those from leather to the fine woven material. And yeah, that's. I think that's the Series Nine. It, it, you you get pink, like you get the pink iPhone. You have a pink Apple Watch mm-hmm. now. Um, the the product reds here. There's no blue option. I think there's silver. There's midnight, s- which is is bluish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they've made like bluer watches in the past. Uh, midnight is it silver and starlight as well? I think those are the those make up the yeah. five colors. Starlight, silver, midnight, pink, and product red and aluminum, and then stainless steel is still. Gold, silver, and graphite. Yeah, no changes. No changes there. And one of the, one of the late reports from Mark Gurman was that on stainless steel Apple Watch Series Nine models, for for some amount of those, they would do a three D printing process throughout, and that's not the kind of thing that they would mention because it's only a small percentage or a certain percentage of a small percentage of Apple Watches. Uh, but you know, maybe we'll learn more about that process. Maybe we won't. I don't know. But uh, I guess the other thing would be Apple Watch Ultra 2, and that's the name, Ultra 2. Ultra 2, mm-hmm. yeah. So this one, like you said, it goes up to 3,000 nits display brightness now, up from 2,000. They do a cool thing with the screen brightness, too, where when you do the flashlight, you can spin the crown to go up to that peak brightness level to get a brighter flashlight. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it gives you a little bit of control over that without blinding you. 
like really blinding you. So it, I think it's like the brightest display Apple makes now is 3000 nits. So. Ultra 2 otherwise same S9 mm-hmm. chip as the Series 9. It's it's uh, everything from the from the Series 9. It's everything from the Ultra 1. Yeah. It's it's new features in watchOS 10, you know, which which you'd get otherwise. They've got a new watch face that's um, modular ultra face. So before that, you know, last year they did a new watch face that was only on the ultra called Wayfinder, and it's an it's an analog clock uh, that that has a night mode version of it. And mm-hmm. um, this year they've got a, a digital clock with night mode. So just so those two faces only have a night mode option, but they they've got an analog version and a digital version. And the 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 modular ultra face. One of the cool things about it is you can you can fit six of the like small complications little round ones and then you can do a a large complication and the time and then the the bezel like the seconds around the the clock can be seconds or depth if you're diving or you know just say you're not deep at all if you're not diving or it can be uh elevation so just leaning in a little bit more to the you know the the activities that they think people will use the ultra for I think one thing that's true about the Ultra that that you know customers are proven is that it's if you just want more of the Apple Watch, a bigger screen, better battery life, like this is the this is the one to get for that. And so, you know, so so the more that's the case, I think some of these features that are like Ultra, you know, activity focused, you're like, eh, I guess you'll just use seconds on that, you know, but or you can turn it off. Um, but that, that's one of the new faces, and and they do have a new a new watch face that they didn't show as part of watchOS 10 called uh, Solar Analog or Analog Solar. That's really pretty cool, I think, as, as an analog watch face. It does some of that cool ray tracing stuff where as the second hand moves, it acts like it, it kind of shows like the shadow behind it. And like, you know, I, I, one of the, I think it even does more than that, that, that first ray tracing face, which um, I forget what that one was called, but, but this one, um, it, it, as the, Second hand goes under the minute hand. It'll even like close off that that light trail as if there's like a shadow there. Mm. So pretty realistic, pretty cool. And the modular ultra face is coming to the first generation ultra, so it's not exclusive to the new one. Right, not the kind of thing you learn in the keynote, but yeah, but true of the of the release of WatchOS ten. Um, and then this the, the band situation is similar where. You know they they didn't have leather straps for the ultra like like for the ultra they have three different styles they introduced in, with the ultra last year, same three styles this year just different colors. You've got three different colors for the Alpine Loop, you've got three different colors for the Trail Loop, and you have two different new colors for the Ocean Band, including orange, uh, but white they kept around. So um, you you don't have a, a third new option there. But I, yeah, white was like my go to Ocean Band. So I. I think they they kept the best around for another year, but I mean the the big thing that that ever you know people probably know by now is that there were there were reports. I think Mark Gurman had had reported that they were testing a dark version of the Apple Watch Ultra, mm-hmm. and then and then closer on it was like this is included in roundups of reporting. It's like this is one of the things for the Ultra too is that a dark version, um, and they and they just what there wasn't that at all. So. Um, you have to imagine that they'll do that in the future. And, and it was kind of like right in front of them in, in terms of like the keynote presentation where you're doing a black version of the titanium iPhone 
15 Pro do that, but for the watch. And they didn't. Um, and, you know, I guess I guess my theory is that maybe the Ultra 3 next year will look the same, like no different at all. But it'll have a black option and that'll help sell it. Because uh, they, they've done a, for, for each Apple Watch, and it could be different for the Ultra, but they've done a thing where the first Apple Watch, as well as the Series 2 and 3, have the same design. And then Series 4, 5, and 6 have the same design. And then 7, 8, and 9 have the same design. And then there's rumors next year of the Series 10, whether it's X or 10, will have a new design. And so... You know, you've got three generations of design, and if they do that for the watch, for the Ultra as well, then, you know, I guess they're saving that for later. And it sure would sure be popular. Like, like I thought about offloading my Ultra, like selling it and then buying the new one, but selling it before the new one was announced to get the best value and everything, and I'm really glad I didn't because I would just would have been, I just probably wouldn't have gotten the new Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. It's so similar. But if you have the Ultra 1, like, of course, it's not the thing that you want to update every year. And, and so um, the situation really is, you know, for the same price, you, you, you get the better thing this year. A little bit, a little bit better. You get, the new, you get some of the new stuff. Um, something not mentioned in the keynote but, but true is that they've doubled the storage capacity on both the Series 9 and Ultra 2, just from 32 gigabytes to 64 gigabytes, which to me is an awful lot of storage for a smartwatch. Yeah, the things you can do with that, you know, you can you can you can offload more music there. Like you have local music, podcasts, audiobooks, photos, apps. If you can find any watch apps, you can put them there. You know, <laughs> uh, audio. Uh, <laughs> there's audio workouts. You know, from from Fitness Plus, you can you can have there. Uh, but but then there's things that you can't do. For example, like like on Watch OS 10, you can't have local. Maps like Apple Maps on iOS 17. You have local Apple Maps that you can download, and they're they're large. Uh, on the watch, you need you can you can view them when your iPhone's nearby. So okay, they kind of kind of a gotcha there, and that doesn't change with the Ultra Two with Watch OS 10. So as far as we know yet, but that, there's no evidence that it changes. Uh, but it is the first the first storage change since the Series Five introduced 32 gigabytes. Before that, it was 16 for the Series Four. And the Series 3 cellular version, prior to that, it was 8. And I'm sure you recall, Chance, that a lot of people on the Series 3 GPS-only version that had 8 gigabytes of storage ran into an issue where without apps or music or photos or anything, they just couldn't update to, to, oh, yeah. to some watchOS updates because between the system, like watchOS installation, and then the update, there wasn't enough space. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, now you've got 60, you will have 64 gigabytes of storage, which is like Apple shipped MacBook Airs with that amount of storage with, with OS yeah. 10. <laughs> and now that's on the, on a smartwatch. Well, you know what this is? It's probably, it's cheaper for Apple to move the Apple watch to 64 gigabytes than it is to keep Getting, buying yeah. 32 gigabyte right. chips or whatever. Yeah. That's, that's now like uh <laughs> It's not that they did it out of their yeah. kindness, the kindness of their hearts, their generosity. It's no. Yeah, it's a better rate. Have you seen the the new band colors? Uh, briefly, I don't. Nah. Yeah, two. Not in the. Two of them carry the new logo for carbon neutral, which is like five leaves in a star uh, arrangement. Oh. And and so that that's the um the trail loop and the alpine loop. That's the the alpine loop is the one with the like G hook. Yeah, and the cello rip is the one with with don't call it Velcro, Velcro, um, and 
I don't know. I think they did their their best colors a year ago, but then these these are you know different different season of colors, and then you don't get that carbon neutral <laughs> benefit from the ocean ban, which to me is like ironic. It's the ocean band, you know, where, where pollution is really an issue, and it's not they they haven't they haven't tackled silicone material or fluoroelastic material as being carbon neutral yet. That's that's still to come, it seems like. But they did do an orange version of the ocean band this year they did a blue which is you know it's dark it's, it's a dark blue like midnight was but less dark oh yeah yeah so it's so it's kind of like white blue again dark blue again and then orange orange one looks cool because that was the, the popular that was like the marketing band for the alpine version for the ultra one and now that's available in in the ocean band uh, style of course, with all these bands, you can find like third-party knockoffs in every color imaginable. So yeah, Nomad's been making an orange one that's really popular. Yeah, it's probably where Apple is like motivated to do this <laughs> from. That's so yeah. Those are the watches. Series Nine Ultra Two available to order now. Yeah, as of, as of uh, arriving as of event ending time. So so mid Tuesday. Yeah, and September twenty second arrivals. A couple other small things. iOS 17 is coming September 18th. Then macOS Sonoma is coming September 26th. Is that right? It sounds right. Yeah, September 26th, which we didn't expect. Yeah, they made this month. Usually macOS has been October. But I think that's about everything. The high points, anyway, from, from the event... I agree. I f- iPhone, Apple Watch, and the environment. Like maybe the smallest reason to upgrade year over year if you're one of us, but for everybody yeah. else, you just get a better, you know, better thing when you do upgrade. I think that's all for today. Uh, Zach, where can people find you? Just 95Mac.com. Good place to go. Yep. My thanks to Declutter for sponsoring today. You can follow me at Chance H. Miller, Twitter, Threads, Mastodon, and I'll be back tomorrow by myself for more 9to5Mac daily.